Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. All right, we, oh man, we got a, I haven't had a studio like this in a while. We got a, my group, we had fun last time we were together, didn't we? Yep. Okay, yep. so let me introduce everybody. My name is Sergio, I'll be your host, my co host in studio. But we got to go for the earthworm first. You know the earthworm. Um, Jordan, you don't know who the earthworm is, but um, we do have a resident earthworm, okay? <laughs> and um, he even has his own song. Did you know that? Okay. So without further ado, the earthworm, Mr. Andrew Mack. Okay, from Max Fish Reports, IGFA, and uh, Western Outdoor News. Wow, it's tribal. Well, it's a totem pole thing. Yeah. Okay, good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. You wet yet? Uh, not yet. <laughs> oh, the water's coming. Yeah, the water's coming. All right. And then, uh, of course, my other dear friend, dear friend of the show, and also has his theme song. Also host. Okay. Yeah, buddy. Jordan, do you even have any idea who this is? I have heard of it, but like... Well, at least you've heard of it. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Steve Carson, director of the Penn Fishing University and the Encyclopedia of Fishing. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. All right. All right. So let me just go. Now we're going to go into studio and here and who's here. And so let's go ahead and start <clears throat> with um, Dear Friend. He also has his own theme song. Okay. <laughs> uh, Steve, you remember this song? Not yet. Rico. This is when Steve oh. used to go to these nightclubs. That's I was right. in high school. <laughs> All right. Mr. Rico Suave, owner, founder of Fishing Syndicate, Oliver Solis. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. Now, Oliver, you brought two people in. Brought One of them has already earned a uh, theme song. The other wow. one will have one by the end of the show. I've got to come up with one. Nice. But without further ado, should we just go ahead and introduce... Yeah. Go ahead... Introduce the man himself. And ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, and uh, coming down that ramp. <laughs> All right, good. Look at those moves. G.T. Palmer. Good times. Good times. Good morning, G.T. All right, uh, folks, it's going to be like that all morning. 
Okay, and then I have a resident earthworm. What do you have? <laughs> I was going to say, do, 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 you we, have a, a resident, do we have a resident earthworm at, at No, 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 no. You can't be an earthworm. <laughs> that, that is, uh, the earthworm is already taken. How about a gnat? That'll work. A gnat. A gnat. G-N-A-T. Gnat. You know those little bugs oh, that bug yeah. you? Okay, and you go, you, or maybe we call you a no We can call him a no How's that? There you go. Okay, Jordan, good morning to the show. Good morning. At least he talks. Yeah. It's good. He talks. It's good. GT, you got to work on it. He's still trying to wake up. Okay, but anyway, uh, good morning, everybody uh, out there in uh, Sergio, I got one more person to announce. Oh. You're doing it over there. Go ahead. Who are you announcing? This is the man, the myth, the legend, and his theme song is... Um, too fishy for my shirt. <laughs> Too fishy for my shirt. The only one, the one and only Jonathan Skinner is right next to me. Oh, oh my God. He traveled the fin and feather. Good what's morning, up, Jonathan. Hey, Sergio, I'm waiting for my theme song, sir. All those Cowboys fans are out, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. We really should get to get him. Uh, Jonathan, I'm going to come up with a theme song for you, but I got these are things that require thought. Okay. Okay. GTZZ because uh, you know I knew what kind of music he likes. Uh, Rico Suave here. He gave it gave it to me. The Earthworm. I had a search for the totem. Steve Carson. Steve Carson. I think of the Beatles. You know, uh, you know the old school. What we like, but it's it's all good. But anyway, Jonathan. Good morning, uh, Jonathan. Folks is the director of. Um, I almost said Parks and Recreation. <laughs> Community Services in the city of Lake Elsinore. And by the way, it was a pleasure to see you on Wednesday. Um, had a blast over there, Jonathan. Sergio, you you killed it, man. I was talking to people afterwards, and they go, who is that guy? Is he a professional speaker? I said, well, he's a professional angler. I don't know about speaker, but... Who, who's talk, who, who was that? What was that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Actually, what? What? actually, we're going to put that song later in the show. Yeah. What was that? Okay, Wait. so you want that one for him? Wait, that was Jonathan? Was it? No, you know what? Let me see. For Jonathan, you know, if, if we're going to go there, if we're going to go there, um, <laughs> I, I got to find one. So so let, let, let's go back. Okay, uh, let's get back to what we were talking about. In the meantime, I'm going to search for a song for you. Okay. Um, but talk to me, Jonathan. Uh, you said people enjoyed what we did? Oh, man, they loved it. You know, Sergio came to our, our hump day mixer, actually it's put on by um, by the uh, Chamber of Commerce, and Sergio gave a, an overview about how our partnership started over eight and a half years ago, and uh, people were in, in awe uh, knowing that somebody of your caliber in, in Angler Chronicles is there in the, in the city, and they didn't realize that, you know, you read, millions of people by TV and hundreds of thousands of people by radio, they're like, I need to get to know this guy. So <laughs> we had a lot of people talk to us about, you know, the, the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby that's coming up and, and you know, how they can possibly, you know, uh, be on the radio with you, uh, you know, advertising and stuff. So we're very blessed to have you there, Sergio. Well, you know, oh, like and, and everybody loved, everybody loved your Argentina um, uh, scarf. Well, I'm glad you mentioned it because I just want to let all my friends know that um, don't support Argentina. We're still champions. We're still world <laughs> champions. For four years, we're still world champions. Just, mm -hmm. just saying. 
Just saying. You know, my Raiders actually are Raiders in GT. They're not looking yeah, so good. I was going to ask about those Raiders. How, what are they playing again? It doesn't matter. Argentina oh, okay. won the World Cup, and that's all that matters. Okay? So for the next four years, I'll get to brag. Jordan, these are the things. See, you're a young, young lad there. These are the things of old people. Okay? You get... Your team wins, and in my case, they win for four years. And no, there's no competition for four years. You're it, crowned. We're it, the thing. Now, what happens in four years? That's another matter. But for the next four, I get to brag. I'm loving your fishing syndicate hoodie, which is what uh, I like the little light blue and white. Yeah. Those are Argentina, baby. You know what? You know what it means. The light blue of the flag is the skies. The white has two meanings. We have the Andes that border with Chile. So it's the snow on the Andes and also the clouds. And then in the middle, you have the bright sun that brings hope and stuff like that. See? Now, the, now the country I don't, is... I don't see the sun too often, though. What's that? <laughs> I don't see the sun too often, though. I know you guys are talking about it. What does it look like? Well, why are you peeking your head out? You know, I'm going to have to just you go back down. I'm talking to Jonathan, bro. <laughs> okay. All right, Jonathan. He, he, here's uh, the since you're on the the, the phone, I, I, we definitely got to talk about this. Uh, one of the things I found out is that the lake currently, with the storms that we've had, without the storm that's about to hit or, uh, today, um, you guys have gone up one foot of water. Wow. Now, when you think is that 19 square miles, or how how big is it? Miles is uh, three thousand surface acres, and that was uh, what did I see, Sergio? Uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That didn't take into account any of the water that's come in from the last storm. Oh wow! Um, you know, and then we got this 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 killer storm that's coming in. It's supposed to dump, uh, dump anywhere from one to two inches. And what happens with that? We're part of a watershed, so if we hit San, San Jacinto watershed. All that water they get will come down, come down through Canyon, uh, Canyon Lake. Mm-hmm. What I'll do a little here, uh, this, uh, today is post. Uh, I, I was, uh, myself and, and Ben Foster, who I work with, were uh, lucky enough to go with Greg Morrison from the uh, EVWMD, that's the water district, mm-hmm. down to the, the, the uh, dam over there at uh, Canyon Lake. We got to see the water coming over the uh, the dam and that's water that happened you know uh, uh, a week ago so it's still cresting over the dam so it's 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 really exciting though yeah and uh, you know I remember this happening uh, a few years ago okay and what people don't realize when the water comes from Canyon Lake it's not usually not just water it comes with prizes a lot of fish mm-hmm. get swept up and you I've had a, I, I've I've literally seen bass come over. The dam into and that ends up at uh, at the lake. So that's that's a great gig right there. So it comes with not only water, you also get some some love for some fish. Okay, so really looking forward to it because um, you know the lake um, is going to get a lot of love, a lot of water in the next couple of days and possibly the next couple of weeks. So they're saying it's going to be pretty wet for the month of January. So. Um, well, this storm that we have coming in today, they're saying four to eight feet of snow <clears throat> up in the Sierras. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Steve Carson, uh, is it true that we're up to about 300%? Actually, hold the thought, Steve. I got I can hear the music. I got to go to the first break. 
It's there. It's there. It's coming. All right, folks. We'll be, uh, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30KLA. Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. This is Pat McDonald, and it's time for the Bart Hall Family Fishing Shows, the ultimate celebration of boating, fishing, international travel, and tackle booths, plus dozens of daily seminars by experts. It's a full day of family fun with the fabulous flying dogs, the Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Shows, and more. Kids get in free, kids fish free. Don't miss it. February 16th through the 19th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Feel the passion, share the passion. Presented by Progressive. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Raider Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Angel Chronicles. And you know what? Music-wise, we're going to take a trip through the 80s, okay? Because I know you said you like the 80s music. So, uh, I thought you were going to say the ages and the different cultures. No, 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 just the 80s. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the 80s. Um, shoulder pads, that was a plus. You yeah. know, feathered hair, a little yeah. bit coming back out of the 70s. It was good. But anyway, I promised everybody that we'd have a song for, um, for Jonathan. Jonathan, I think I found your song. Can I play okay. it? Here it goes. Okay. Here it goes. Too legit, too legit to quit. Hey, hey. So, what do you think? What do you think? I, I will, I will take that. You know, Sergio, last night, you know, we, we did our usual ritual of 
playing poker and stuff, and we were playing a lot of oldies. Uh-huh. And I was using uh, uh, the earthworm. <laughs> Every song he said was the Beatles. <laughs> Every song. I was going to get it once in a while. He said it was the Beatles. That, that, that's all he knows. Yeah, that, I'll take the set. Hey, Andrew. Not uh-huh. sure if you saw our Facebook Live last night, but that eight-foot, one-piece trot ride is on its way. I think I know how we're going to build yours, and I think it, I, I think I know exactly what name we're going to put on it. Is it, it going to be a brown color? It will be. And it'll say Perfect. D. Ooh. <laughs> just put a picture of an earthworm. <laughs> Oh, man, guess, guess, guess who just walked in? Is that Sergio? Who's Sergio, that? JT. I got JT right here, buddy. Hey, how are you, my friend? You're live on Raiders Radio, AMA 30K LA. We like to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Hi, friend, say hi. All right, do me a favor. Be careful if you let the earthworm on your dock, okay? Because, you know, worms can, can try to take over your dock, so... Uh, yeah, you gotta be careful. It's all right. I have my Ronaldo jersey on. We're good. And you, got Jeff from, Jeff from the Eldorado here with me. I got Jeffrey from the Eldorado here. Hey, what good morning, Jeff. How you doing, brother? Good, good morning, Sergio. How's it going? Really, really good. Really good. I hear you. Yeah, it's so cool. I love this when we get the whole family together. Yeah. This is this is awesome. Well, welcome back from Alaska. I saw some photos. You caught some nice fish, and I. I I know this guy's no fishy. Doubt. Oh my God, is he fishing? He's fishing. Oh, very fishing. They hide a Brett yet? Is Brett Edmonton there? Good morning, Brett. Good morning. I thought this was Chiefs Radio. Did I? Oliver's in the studio. So it's Dallas Radio. Andrew, I'm gonna. Have to, Andrew, I, we're about to lose your uh, connection there, bro. Uh, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hello, hello. <laughs> Andrew, are you there? Andrew, are you there? Hello, hello. Anyway, Leilani, you got to understand something. Hold on, you got to understand something. The board operator, Leilani, is a Raider fan just like me and GT. So you got to be careful because Mahoney, we don't like it. And and, and and I'm in a bad place. I feel like we've been disrespected by this moron of a. I hate this coach. Okay? You don't do that to Carr. You should have waited out the season and then said, okay, we don't want to part ways. I could have lived. But to do what they did. The most important here, always remember, Argentina's world champion for the next three years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> everything else everything else doesn't matter. Those All right, trade, but those uh, traders have a five year plan, I hear. You know, but Argentina, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, until, until, until 2026, it doesn't matter. All right, but let, let, let me, let's bring it back. So, the reason we have such a party going on over there with Andrew is Andrew's at the opening of the Palmdale Fin and Feather, okay? And um, it is a marvelous place. I was talking to Joe earlier this week. We're going to see if we can put together an episode where we're going to go over there. We're going to catch some fish. So, GT, I'm going to probably... Uh, GT. JT. I'm going to need your dock, okay? But we'll do some, some good stuff there. Maybe bring the pontoon or a boat out there. We want to show... Uh, the amount of yeah, the amount of fish you guys put into that lake is simply amazing, okay. And um, I saw a little video that Andrew put together last night. He got there last night. He's camping. He's looking at the water, and he actually gets a shot of a lightning trout swimming by. 
Okay. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool to see. I mean, well, they, that was they, pretty they, cool they, for they, you. Now, if you would have made it cool for me, you would have said, you wouldn't believe what just went by, and it would have been a nice dark shadow of a bass. Well, that would be say, for I would me. have asked, is there anything you, dark you, chasing you know it? Know why that fish went by, right? What's that? Because the earthworm was on the dock. They wanted to come take a snack. That's right. Going over to the <laughs> Fish attracted. Okay, so Jonathan, Jonathan, I'm going to give you charge. If you guys would like to use Andrew on a hook, you're more than welcome. <laughs> well, listen, we, we are really excited about being here and, you know, being here from uh, Lake Elsinore. And I was telling Dan right now, uh, just before we got on, came on the air, they're going to be doing their 50-50 raffle, and, and we're going to be donating a weekend stay at Launch Point um, because these guys do such a great job on taking care of people, you know, coming here. I, I love coming up here. Brett, every once in a while, you know, we'll go on the dock, and he'll, he'll feel sorry for me and let me catch a uh, catch crowd. <laughs> but, uh, but, no, this is I, – I, I love uh, Finn and Fed. You know, I come all the way from Riverside uh, County. To, to be here, and, and that just shows uh, what what a great facility is. Um, I haven't went hunting yet, and that's where uh, Andrew's supposed to help me out with that stuff. But you know, it's it's really great. The people uh, when you come up on the um, on the opener, you know, it's a big party, but it's all the anglers, and it's one big family. Mm-hmm. We had a really good night. Um, uh, Andrew was a big winner. Uh, with the money, we think he cheated. He used pinochle cards instead of uh, regular <laughs> cards. But no, it, it, it was a lot of fun, and, and, and so I really love Finn and Feather. It's, it's really awesome. Yeah, it's been a great. Uh, it's a great place. I, I've had the the pleasure of uh, fishing there, and it's like it's not almost. It's not even fishing. It's catching. Okay, because it, it's that good. It's that good. So um, let's wish uh, a very very positive opening weekend. And um, let me just ask uh, anybody there from the lake, uh, how many pounds so far in the lake for the opener total? 18,000. Three loads of six. So three loads of six, 18,000 yeah. pounds, okay? Uh, that's a lot of pounds, wow. huh, Jordan? I see there, there's a lot of fish, a lot of fish over that 10-pound mark, too. Jordan is trying to figure out how many fish equal 18,000 pounds, and that's why he's using all 11 fingers of his. Okay, all 11 fingers. Very good. Okay, so uh, grand opening, and I'll tell you what, uh, Finn and Feather, I heard for the first time, has a few opportunities to become members. These guys are always sold out on membership. So if you want to get a membership, there is some available, which is super rare. So you got to get in on it. So let me ask one of the guys there, where would uh, our listeners go to pick up a membership? Anybody you guys know? Yeah, you would come up to the Finn and Feather Club would be the best way to do it. So you need to do it in person. So you come here and you sign up and get your card, get your picture taken so that it's all official and uh, get on the lake. The exception will be today, right? There's too many people up here, but uh, starting, I believe, Monday, after the opener's open, you're free to come up here and join the club. Don't be shy. I love it. Okay, so uh, that's that's the way you do it, and I'll tell you, Palmdale, Finn and Feather, I mean, you guys have been so generous with the Angler Chronicles crew, and we've had such a great time. I love using that dock. Thank you for hosting us, and Brett, always there, always calling in, giving us um, a report. So, uh, the worm. Uh, do me a favor, catch a couple of fish so we can see them 
Okay, uh, put them on social media. Remember, clean the fish. All right? I know. Well, I, I, your I background, your background should never be your pickup truck. All right, just turn so that the lake's behind you. <laughs> so nice. So I, I, I told Jonathan I'm going to have to step about ten feet to his right if I plan on catching a fish because. He's wearing this, this jacket with a giant star and it tends to scare away oh, everything. Oh, boy. No, see, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't, man, Oliver, that, man, I, that's I, a, I need some love. <laughs> well, Jonathan, you're fishing, brother. You can't take that fish re rejectant. You need a, a repellent. <laughs> no, no, let hey, me I, tell you. I got, I, got, I got two of my syndicate rods ready to go. But, listen, Sergio, I just want to tell you real quick. We got, um, for, for Lake Elsinore, we uh, got our latest test, and the numbers are trending in the right way, meaning awesome. the cytotoxins uh, are going uh, going down. And so keep your fingers crossed with this two inches of rain coming in, you know, the lake going up. Um, I'm seeing tails. I went over to uh, Launch Point this morning, uh, yesterday. So things are looking up. Well, listen, there. there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, a couple of things, uh, when you have a lake that has algae, there's a couple of things that are beneficial. Number one, we've had these really strong storms, okay? Now, with these storms, we've had very um, high winds. And then, Steve Carson, jump in on this, because I, I, I read this the other day. They say that um, whitecaps, okay, are really bad for the algae, okay? They do not like that at all. Cold water... Okay, because and cold weather helps with with the algae bloom. Carson, all, all very true, and not to mention a big influx of, of water coming in. Yeah, it's, the, the the algae problem is just a matter of uh, you know water that's just kind of sitting, not moving, because it have a high oxygen content. Yeah, uh, so I think you're right, uh, Jonathan. I think before you know it, it'll be. Here's the thing that I really like, and I hope. Uh, Anglers don't hit me over the head with this. I love the fact that people can't fish it. <laughs> so that means all those wipers in there, all the bass, all the catfish have not been bothered, okay? And they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So when it comes time for the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby that will occur right around May, April time frame, um, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be off the hook. Okay. You should okay, fish yeah, it with your kids. I'll, I better get a phone call when those wipers go off, when the local guy is, you know, testing the waters. They've already gone off. Okay. So you Product can go. That's, that's what I do. So listen, Sergio, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out. Uh, uh, the earthworm is going to stand. But I, I really want everybody to really say a prayer for our law enforcement. We lost. Yeah. Those, um, I saw that last night. Yeah. Actually, I, I met the guy on Wednesday, so oh, really hurt. Oh, uh, Deputy uh, Daniel uh, Darnell uh, Calhoun. So, yeah, Calhoun. Yeah. All right, uh, you guys have a great time, uh, Andrew. Stay with me, folks. You're on Angels Radio AM eight thirty K L A A Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. All his hopes and fears I just wish I could have told him In the living years Angels Radio AM 830 Ron, these sunglasses are nice Yes, Sergio, Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty You like the burn 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. We can dance if we want to, we can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. Welcome back, everybody, on Raiders Radio, AM 830, KLAA. See, this is, we have a young Jordan here. He's all of, um, he, you're, you're getting older, you're 18 years old. Young Blue. He's young Blue? Yeah. Talk about blue. You got to send a shout out. I was trying to find that song. I can't find it, but uh, the, let's sing it. Um, blue. You, you have it on there? Put it on there. Uh, we want a big, huge shout out it's gonna, to it's take Mike Blue. For me to get okay. It. Mike Blue in Arizona. Okay. He's over there at the Angels um, Training Center. And I uh, got to see him last Sunday. So, uh, big shout out. Always a listener. And uh, dear friend, he was the captain of the victory. Okay. And now he captains the entire Angel Training Center. You like that? I like that. I like the way that sounds. Put it out. Put it out. The little blue Corvette. See, that's great. All right, so I'm blue, blue. Now you got your own theme song. Now, uh, one of the things that we were talking about, uh, he has requested a 900 XL, yes, fishing rod, but uh, from Fishing Syndicate. But he, he's he's requested a blue one, and the blue ones um, uh, is a no go. They 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 have um, they have rights. They they're protected. Okay, and if and if they're no longer protected, so I don't know. So I know his last name is Blue. I know his truck is Blue. I know he likes to wear Blue, but the rods and and he's already sneaked out a couple rods in Blue well, already. And, and and he took this a step further because he went extra heavy, and not many of those are built. Extra heavy. I have one in Blue, nine foot. 
Nine foot eight extra foot. heavy in not, blue. Nothing but nine foot for him. Oh, so we got one more, one more person wants to say hi. Okay, we'll bring him. Here's Joe. Hey, Sergio. Good morning. Good, good morning, Joe. This, uh, folks, uh, this is Joe, the president of F Palmdale Fin and Feather. Joe, we were just talking about um, something really rare and the fact that uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather actually has memberships available. Uh, so I would tell our listeners, if you want to get into this party, and you guys see, for the probably the next month or two, we won't see Andrew. Andrew will be there every weekend, okay, because it's that fishy. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Joe, uh, do us a favor. How can people get more information and possibly buy a membership from you? Well, you got to come down in person is the only way, and you can actually see the lake when you come down here. Um, We'll be taking memberships again on Monday, Monday morning. Mm -hmm. And um, the best way to get a hold of us is just to call us. And we do have a Facebook page, but our phone number is area code 661-947-2884. Okay, or they can go to you, on your Facebook page. Is the phone number there? I believe it is. All right, and do you have a website? I, I do. It's just a basic website. If you have, um, as long as it has the information that you know how to get a hold of you is, what I guess is what I'm looking for. Because nobody's right. Some people are actually driving right now. They're not gonna. I don't want them to write down a phone number. But um, um, the best way though is to go head over to Palmdale Fin and Feather. You will not be disappointed. Uh, you get to check out this beautiful lake. You guys got some extra water too, right? We're, we're taking in water right now. Mm -hmm. It's coming in from off dam at a pretty good rate. We're raising about one and a half inches every 10 hours. Oh, wow. This is good. That's awesome. This is good. All right, Joe, um, keep up the good work. We heard. We already heard that you have uh, 18,000 pounds of, of nice quality uh, rainbows and lightning trout um, available for people today. Uh, the other thing I love about what you guys do is the fact that you do a kids' event. So, um, you know, we get to teach the kids how to catch some fish. That's always good. Uh, Jordan will take you. Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Oliver will bring the stroller and we'll take you over there. Okay. So, <laughs> as long as I'm going fishing, anything is fine. Oh, there you go. That's the right attitude. You call me whatever you want to yeah, call me. Yeah. So, Joe, um, excellent. Thank you. And we're looking forward to working with you this year. Oh, that'd be great. We've already discussed that. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do an episode there, and maybe if we can do it right. I actually talked to Captain Rick Scott yesterday, and um, if we can do it right, if we still make it in the niche, to actually do the feather part. We talked about fin, and the fin is the trout, the bass, fish. The, the fish, but the feather part, you know, can you imagine bringing our 20 gauges and our 12 gauges and start blasting stuff? Uh, you don't want to be there, Jordan. I may shoot you because that's just what I do. Yeah, that's just what I do. Earthworm's okay because he just dives in the, in, underneath the, the ground, so he's good. But, no, that'd be good to get some of that in there as well because um, it's just, just an amazing place. All right? And um, it, it's a bit of a drive, but it's well worth it. Well worth it. place you can take your kids, almost guaranteed to catch fish. So And some good quality fish, too. All right, Joe, thank you so much. Palmdale Fin and Feather in the house. Thank you, Sergio. Always nice talking to you and your crew.
Appreciate it, my friend. Appreciate it. All right, Andrew, you know, it's already 5.30, so I'll let you give me, like, two or two lakes, two top lakes. We already talked about Lake Elsinore. We talked about the Lake uh, Fin and Feather. And why don't you give me a couple more lakes? All right, so let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh, San Andrew River Lakes. Uh, San Andrew River Lakes, they have their first derby of the year, January 21st. Uh, that is next Saturday. Get in line early. Uh, there's a 50-50 big trout blind bogey. It's only a $20 buy-in for that. There's a free raffle. They're going to be stocking super trout. It's going to be just insane. Uh, San Andrew River Lakes. Every Thursday, puts a full truckload of trout in, uh, and every week it seems like there's double digits. Uh, the biggest fish so far this season is 16 and three quarter pounds, which is a huge rainbow trout. Oh, yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean it's it's been great fishing over there. Again, it's all based on the day of the stock. So if they stock on a Thursday, you show up on a Friday. Don't cast into the future. Cast knowing that these fish are going to stay shallow, throw 15 feet out, 20 feet out. If you see to your right or your left, you see the pelicans and the other birds going back and forth. They're not doing it to get exercise. They're doing it because the fish are underneath that. Stay to that water column, and probably nine times out of ten, you're going to get bit there. All right, so uh, for today, there at Fin and Feather, well, give me two ways that you're going to fish them. Uh, today, well, with the wind kicks up, I'm definitely going to be throwing jigs, but it's going to be a little heavier jig. So I'm going to have my uh, my Green Monster Syndicate 7.6 uh, 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 Feather Light, the 1 to 4 pound, 2 pound test Isers, and I'm going to be throwing a 1 16th uh, yellow white hookup bait to start. And I'm typically going to st- kind of keep in that range of 1 16th size. It's going to get me a little bit farther, uh, especially in this wind. And then basically just retrieve it real slow just to keep it off the bottom. Uh, if that's not working, um, then I'll try a couple more jigs. Uh, and again, if that's not working, then if I got to resort to fishing with an earthworm, I'm going to definitely do a Carolina style rig uh, with maybe a, a half ounce if I got to get a half ounce slider, which attaches to a swivel. And then probably start out with a one and a half to maybe. Uh, two foot leader uh, in that area with a size 18 treble hook and then uh, uh, put a nice earthworm on there dip it in bite on uh, crimson uh, dip it in the flakes inflate it with an inflator send that thing out and get ready to get bit all right steve anything you would add any other way that you'd like to fish it well one thing i wanted to add actually from last week we got on the topic and uh, ran out of time is uh, fishing any of the jigs that, that Andrew has described, or, or a lot of other lures too, but particularly jigs. You can't use uh, a, one of those little, from uh, you know Wally World or wherever, one of those little four or five foot trout rods. Those are actually fine, as Andrew mentioned, for, for fishing power bait or nightcrawler or something like that, because you don't have to cast one of those out you know, 200 feet. Uh, but if you want to cast a jig, and especially if you want to cast a jig with a bobber on it to control the depth, you want a rod that's absolute minimum of seven feet long. And really, if you look at the people that are catching a lot of fish, and I'm not even sure what Andrew uses, but if you look at the people that catch a lot of fish, they've got a dedicated jig rod, kind of like saltwater anglers have a dedicated surface iron rod. And their, their trout rod, although it's still going to be made for two or four pound tests, uh, it might be eight feet long, and I actually have one that's nine feet long, and there's some 
pretty good ones on the market out there. You have to kind of look for them. No, you just go to Fish and Syndicate. Well, well, there you go. That are 10 feet long. I don't know if they have a 10-foot-long ultralight rod or not. What is the longest fishing syndicate that's rated for two to two or four-pound test? Currently, it's only seven six. That's what Andrew uses. But we're coming up with an eight footer. But I've heard about you know people have asked about that nine and ten footer, which which I think it's great uh, for the areas that you know that need that and support that. Uh, most of the local guys are happy with something that's seven six to eight. And you know, and the flip side of that is, of course, and, and this is why you don't you don't see more of them, is if you also use the same trout rod and go up to the Sierras and walk along on the on the, the banks of a stream or something. Yeah, a long rod is is <laughs> it can really be a problem. That's why you go to the to uh, your typical store, especially big box stores, and the trout rods are all you know four or five feet long, is because you know you're used to dealing with uh, all the brush and rocks and whatnot on on uh, a Sierra stream. But yeah, the, if you want to throw a jig, you want a longer rod. Those little those little five and a half footers won't do it. All right, which is the same thing that translates uh, to uh, saltwater, you yeah. know, with a 90J. I have fallen in love with your 90J, and we'll talk about that rod because um, it is kind of a slot-type uh, rod. It's more of a specialty, but it, it does so much that you have a tendency to use it for everything. Okay, that's, that's what's going on. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. um, uh, Andrew... Jordan would like to know, does it have to be an earthworm, or can it be a mealworm? No, he's an earthworm. Uh, I, I get to decide that. He has no, no, no decision. For he's, the bait. he's 18. He's 18. He's more like just like a grub. <laughs> no, he's a gnat. <laughs> I know see him. Don't, don't you slap the gnats, though? That's the whole point. Uh, so when he does something stupid, we just slap him in the back of the head. I like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, listen, let's go ahead and finish up. So, uh, folks, uh, this cold weather and rains and stuff, I, I think it's just perfect weather for trout. So I think we're going to have an unbelievable trout season. If you're up in the Sierras, oh, please stay indoors. I heard the, the wind may be blowing up to 80 miles an hour. Okay, and they're looking at up to eight feet of snow. Yeah, they're saying you got to make sure if you go up to the mountains that you have at least two days' worth of food and clothing. Okay, that's how uh, crazy this weekend's going to be. Yeah. And that uh, that translates uh, to really good stuff for, for our local lakes, our water supply. Not so good for the ocean. Okay, in fact, uh, Ed Smith is a friend of mine. He takes a lot of great photographs. Uh, in fact, it was with Kelly Slater, the famous uh, surfer. He came down to Seal Beach because the waves were so good. He put a shot yesterday. He said he hasn't seen waves this big ever in yeah. Seal Beach. So, yeah, the, the Mother Nature is uh, definitely doing her thing. Uh, the most important thing to do is respect it. Please don't go out. If you don't have to travel this weekend, don't. Unless you're going to Fin and Feather or Lake Elsinore, yeah, then it's okay. Definitely. You know, one, one more thing, too. If, if, if anyone is planning on go to the, going up to the Sierras, my recommendation, don't. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to... Watch the weather. The reason why I say that is because they just announced yesterday all these feet of snow. The 395 has been closed for three, I believe it's three days now. Mm. There's so much snow there that they can't even basically get people through. So... Give it a couple days. Let the storm pass. Let the Caltrans get up there. Clear out the road. It's it's 
not a good time to go up there. Exactly. Better safe than sorry. All right, listen, Andrew, yep. I'm going to let you off the hooks. I know you want to get uh, going and get start to uh, to catch some fish. So go do that. Get some nice pictures. Post them up so that we can share them. And uh, it's all good. Okay. All right, guys. I will talk to you later. All time right. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Yeah, uh, Steve, this is this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to get onto uh, in, our local lakes. And um, you want to give some give, give some people some of the hot tips to fish our local lakes, Steve, so things that we don't necessarily always talk about. Well, uh, I, I have to, it bears repeating because people think we're kidding. If you're not catching any trout or you're not catching enough trout, use two-pound test line. I, I keep repeating it, and people act like either they've never heard it before or that or that we're joking. That's not a joke. That's how you catch more fish in local urban, whether whether it's uh, you know one of the larger facilities uh, like Finna Feather or like Santa Ana River Lakes or even just your little uh, you know uh, your little local stocked. Uh, uh, you know, pond in many of the city parks. Mm-hmm. That is the trick. Um, the other one is uh, I, we pretty much talk about everything, Sergio. So there's not much that we, that we've never talked about before. Man. Another one is since you're using two pound test line, and this applies to any kind of fishing, whether you're going out for trout or whether you're going out for tuna or whatever in between. Fresh line. Fresh line, Fresh I agree. Fresh line. All right, hold the thought there. We're going to take the short break. Come back. We'll finish up with Steve. And guys, please pay attention because you get out there and this is not, once you're there, it's not time to say, oh, I wish I would have done that. All right, so this is uh, Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA, Angler Chronicles. And we'll be right back. Radio AMA 30. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8 30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. 
I'm Isaiah Lee, point guard. I'm afraid of the Galway guard. Listen tonight on AM830 as we take on CSUN. Tip-off is at 1 p.m. here on AM830 KLAA. Welcome back. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Raiders Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Man, okay, Jordan. All right, so we can, maybe he goes from Nat to Cucaracha. That's an improvement. Cucaracha, I think that's going to be, that's what, yeah. You're evolving. Yeah. Yeah, Cucaracha, yeah, I like that. I like it. Tell him what your last name is. Uh, Zane. No, it's not Zane, it's Zang. Zang. Z H A N G. Zang. Yeah. He oh, goes okay. by J Z. J Z. From now on, you're Cucaracha. Okay. And uh, Leilani, is that approved? Cucaracha? Roach boy. You know, I don't know if a cucaracha is, if a cockroach is better than a gnat. Well, you don't think it's better than a gnat? I think it's better than a gnat. I, I, think, the, I think a fly would be better than a gnat. Okay, well, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll just call them larvae. <laughs> anyway, listen, I want to, you know who's on the phone, okay? And we got to introduce him right. He's got his own oh, theme song, yeah. too. 6 a.m.? No? No, it's 5.45. You know what this means? Oliver. Yo, VIP. Our VIP. Let's kick it. None other than Mr. Steve Phelps, who mysteriously made it to yesterday's gathering. Okay, he was invisible, but he was there. I saw the photo. He could not escape the the, the flash. Without further ado, Mr. Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing, home of the Victory, home of the El Dorado. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. That was funny, dude. That was that was really funny. Okay. That was good. He he photoshopped his picture in there. I saw his comment. He goes, yeah, you know, like, you know, oh, my God. You know, and, and, and it was very last minute thing. Okay. Because, listen, in fact, I, I said this to GT. You know, he they, they plan all these trips, right? And I go, well, thanks for the invite. Well, you can go. I always see the pictures after they go. I like to get a little bit of a head start. Which we, we have a birthday trip coming. Uh, when is it? Next week? Next week, yeah. Next week. So, GT, you're going to be how old? 15? 16? Uh, 28. You're going to be 28, 28 years old? Yeah. He's lying. You're almost old enough to date Shakira. Oh, that's for another day. But Shakira and Piquet are no longer together, and she came out with a great song. If you don't speak Spanish, you're not going to understand it, but she totally fries him. So that's a good good for her. All right, um, Steve, um, talk to me, because I'm, I'm excited, because I my understanding, we're going to be on the Victory Angler Chronicles at least four trips. Okay, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Fishers of Men is always excited to go on, on the victory, so they're excited. So, um, And the victory is a boat that uh, we go a lot. In fact, GT, you came with me the last time we went out. Yes. Okay, and we had a really, really good time. So, all right, Phelps, give me the give me the skinny. All right, let's start out. I actually have a couple fish reports, guys. Uh, then I'll give you guys a rundown on January and February, then mention some El Dorado stuff. All right. First, let's start with the Ara on. They went out last Saturday with 30 anglers. 
they had 3,000 Sandap guys. So Sandap <laughs> fishing is excellent. And uh, I know GT's been bugging Oliver to take him out. You know, did you guys just let me know? Let me know, and I got, I got you guys. But uh, the R-On is Sandap fishing um, Wednesday through Sunday. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And remember, guys, there's no limit on sand apps. So come out, fill up, fill uh, up your buckets, and uh, just go fishing. You know, in between storms here, I know we got another one coming. Uh, Captain Phil actually got out yesterday in between storms. The weather's kind of kept them at the dock, and Captain Phil was on fire. He had limits of sand bass. And I believe close to limits of sculpting for twenty. Tell him to leave my sand bass alone. That's awesome. (laughs) It was really good fishing, leadhead and squid, guys. And uh, the victory, now their last trip, will be January 16th, Monday. Then they will go down for maintenance. I know we got a little bit of weather coming. I think we might have a break Monday. I have to, you know, check again. But their last trip, their last trip will be Monday until March 1st, guys. Yeah, um, let, me, let me, since you mentioned weather, look, guys, here's the key. Um, wind and seas is something that I would take in consideration. Drizzle or rain, don't worry. Here's something, and, and Steve Carson, you and I have been around for quite a bit. One of the things that I think we can honestly say through research, I mean, we, we put a lot of time. Something I found out is that fish don't mind getting wet. Fish love water. But that's what I'm saying. They don't mind getting wet. So as, as long as it's drizzling, I go out because they, you'll get bit. Um, it's the other stuff. So as long as the boat's going out, get on it because you're missing up on m- missing on some great stuff. All right, go ahead, Steve. Well, okay. Th- thought you were talking to Mr. Carson there for a second. All right, let's give you the January and February schedule, guys. Uh, while the Eldorado and the Victory are doing their annual maintenance, we will have a, some options for you. Like I mentioned earlier, the R on will be running Wednesday through Sunday fishing sand out at 9 a.m. Uh, we also have Captain Jeff on the Pacific Raider. He will be fishing halibut Thursday through Monday. Did you hear he was actually he was actually on the phone this morning? He's over at uh, Fin and Feather. Yeah, he came uh, he came in to shop yesterday and got his got his license, got yep. his fishing license. So he told me he was going. I knew he was going to be there. So yep. hopefully they're going to catch him today before that rain yep all right so you got the r on what else is going on well i got the r on the pacific raider and uh the el dorado now the el dorado the guys are working hard doing their maintenance uh captain tj is trying really hard to be ready by march you know obviously we can't fish the rockfish until april um if they do go online in march they'll be fishing the you know yellowtail calico bass etc until the rockfish opener now i already have i don't have the open party schedule up yet guys but there's plenty of sponsorships available uh for the month of april actually almost every weekend is is booked um i'm waiting for your dates mm-hmm. and uh oliver's dates for uh, 2023 we'll get those up i'd like uh like to get them i'm gonna put them on the show flyer because we are going to be at the pcs show guys but uh i'm not sure of the <clears throat> the booth yet once i get that information i'll let you guys know Excellent, and I'm uh, I am preparing um, a loop for you. I know you asked me for some stuff, but here's the thing: we're about to, we're working on finalizing the El Dorado two and a half day trip we did, and it was I think one of the most awesome trips because we had bluefin one day, then we had some huge lingcod the next day, 
Okay, Don Southern, he caught a monster. Um, we had so we had a combination of yellowtail, huge bonita, bluefin, and rockfish. And so that episode is going to be coming. So I want to make sure I give you some of that new footage. So be patient. We'll have something for you before the 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 PCS show. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, and uh, because the episode will be out by then, and then what we'll do, we'll create a loop for you, which is, you know, no talking heads, just straight fishing, and that's always good. Perfect. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, one more thing, I'd like to mention. Oliver and I sure. were talking. Uh, Mr. Solis and I were talking this week. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a co- at least one or two um, uh, fishing syndicate sponsored island trips on the victory we, we usually do one a year and they're really fun guys but uh oliver and i'll get together and get the dates and uh i'll, I'll post it up and let everyone know a uh, full day catalina on the victory all right so here's the challenge why don't we make it a bass challenge it's exactly what's gonna be okay these are gonna and, be bass um, trips. For, and i'm telling you right now i'm warning you i will come out well, that sounds bad with the bass <laughs> no I, I i will actually will make a, a jackpot and allow me to get in because I you know, I don't fish jackpots because you know it's not wouldn't be right. But I want to I want to own those rights. I want to own those bragging <laughs> rights. Bragging rights. Okay, and uh, it's good because well, I'll, I'll bring a couple of guys, and uh, if you're catching a fish, they'll cut your line. Make sure that I win the. <laughs> uh, make sure I win. Well, so so what I told um, Steve Ben is that we should do one uh, towards the end of the spring, mm-hmm. early summer, and then one at the end of the summer, early. Uh, Early fall. So let me let me drop this to you. We always do an anniversary trip, and that is being worked on as well mm-hmm. by John. You heard him. Yep. Um, how about instead of the anniversary trip going for rockfish, why don't we make this a bass challenge? Nice. And we do the bass challenge on TV. Okay. So on the victory. On the victory. So um, can we limit it to twenty max? Because that way everybody has the stern. You know, can use the stern and stuff like that. We'll. we'll We'll limit it, load it, and then you get 10, Angler Chronicles gets 10, okay? And those will be your representatives, and then you go. And and if we get crazy and crazy and crazy, we may do it where you can't even use bait. Well, no, that is a challenge, no bait. No, no, no. no. Uh, you let people catch straight them any way you want, but we straight artificials, that would be cool. If it All right. and bait, we're not using it. All right, listen, I'm running out of time, so let me go straight <laughs> to Steve. Steve, give all the information for a website and phone number. All right, longbeachsportfishing.com. Click the little book online tab. Any problems, give us a call, 562-432-8993. You guys have a good day. All right, listen, Steve, as always, my best, get them. See you later, Steve. All right, let's go ahead and take a short break here. This is Angels Raiders Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, Angler Chronicles. And when we come back, the sheriff. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895. Angels Radio AMA 30. K.A. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire, where Angels baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners, or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two. With more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. And Jordan, I was looking at you because I know you don't know what this means. And you've got you to gotta learn it. Okay, when you hear this song, it's all about theme songs, but this one's at the top of the list. This gentleman was the first one to have a theme song and the only one for years to have a theme song. Not only is he the best dressed angler out there, you know what his nickname is? The Jig Slinger. The Sheriff. You know why he's the Sheriff? Because he's the man. Without further ado, the CEO of Filmdom on Angler Chronicles. Producer extraordinaire, my friend, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. <laughs> well, good morning, Sergio. Yes, we are good friends. There's no doubt about that. You know what? You got a full house here this morning. Let me let me throw out a couple of names and see how close I come to getting everybody. Of course, our good friend Steve Carson, really good friend Oliver Solis, GT, Andrew Mack. Who am I missing, Sergio? You got a you got a full little Jordan. There. We haven't figured out. A, I, I think he's been upgraded either to a fly or a or a cucaracha, but we're not we're not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, it's, it's it's nice to hear everybody, and you know I, I won't take up much of your time here. We'll get to our episode for tomorrow, which is a really good one, very timely. Uh, I'm going to ask Steve Carson, our good friend. You know, he's the question and answer guy. You know, and our go-to guy and good friend. Steve, you know, I was looking at your thing there this morning on Lake Oroville. You know, I'm just curious. You know, we've had a lot of rain the last couple of months. And uh, you see all this rain going down the rivers and right back into the ocean. And I'm wondering why we can't uh, channel some of this water, if we could channel it at all. I mean, these reservoirs would be filled in a hurry. Uh, I'd like to ask about Oroville. You said it's still a long way from the top. And, and other other major reservoirs like Folsom, some of these places, how are they doing, uh, Steve? Well, you've got a couple different things, uh, you know, at, at play there. Number one is they, they keep going back to, uh, and uh, I think it was probably on the air with Ronnie when all this was going on, uh, the uh, the New Year's Day, basically, between uh, 
1996 and 1997, what had happened, there had been a ton of snow all through December of, uh, of uh, that year. And then literally on New Year's Day, they had what they, they don't, I don't hear this term much anymore, they had what they called the Pineapple Express, which was a very, very warm storm coming up from the south, from Hawaii, and melted like a month's worth of very heavy snow in one day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Massive, massive amounts of flooding, and several big dams were, you know, in, in not really a huge amount of danger, but... There was, there was some jeopardy there and a lot of really bad flooding. So what they do now, they always play it super, super conservative, and they let the water out of the dams, which means it runs off into the ocean, and just to make sure that they don't ever get caught where they can't let water out fast enough, which is what happened on okay, New Year's Day. Uh, Steve Carson, I, I, I think I know where... Danny was going, and, and I and I can't help myself. I got to jump in. You know where the problem sits with Gavin Newsom in Sacramento because they've been telling him for decades, for years. Hey, listen, you got to cut trees if you don't want these huge wildfires. Okay. Oh no, we got to hug trees. We got to protect them. Yeah, but look what it does when you don't. As far as the water, they don't want to reclaim the water. All this water, if not for drinking. We could use this for irrigation, for everything else. One of the things I hate the most is I used to be able to get on the 5 freeway to go see my folks up at Sacramento. And you know what? It was beautiful. There was lemon trees and apple orchards. There was all kinds. Of, now, it's just a dust bowl. Why? Because they had to protect this little frog. Listen, I, I believe in the environment. But the human race, I think, is more important than, than, than a frog. But let, let me add. Let me add one other thing, and I just put this back up on Friends of Angler Chronicles. I actually had it up last year, and and I welcome everybody to Google this or do it however they search for things. Sites Reservoir. That's S I T E S. And Sergio, you would be driving right past it if it existed. You want to know when they got the permits for that reservoir and all the everything was done, all the studies were done. They were ready to go. 35 years ago, mm -hmm. and they've been fighting over it ever since, and it wouldn't be damming a major river, which, of course, triggers all kinds of other people's issues. It would be where they would literally channel, you use that word, it would channel the water uh, that would ordinarily be going down a river into the ocean and uh, go behind a dam, and it would be like another whole giant reservoir that the state could use for water during dry periods. So, and I also wanted to throw something in. I put in, I've been putting up a lot of water stuff on Friends of Angler Chronicles. Um, I, I put up a rain chart that goes all the way back to 1877. And you will often hear news people, et cetera, saying we're so many inches above normal or so many inches below normal, whatever. You want to know when, when there's no such thing as normal. Mm -hmm. Normal rainfall, they'll tell you, is around 14 and a half inches a year. Well, I put up the rain chart that goes back to 1877. And you know how many times it was normal between uh, in, in that 100 and whatever it is, 145-year period? It was normal four times. There's no such thing <laughs> as normal. Yeah, but There's one of those times... A lot of rain or almost none. And then the average goes throughout and say that's normal, but there's no such thing as normal. Yeah, but and one of one of those normals is happening now, right? No, we're going to be above, we're going to end up above normal, and that's good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we are, 
And if we had sites reservoir, we could be saving a whole bunch of it. Yeah. And if they weren't so paranoid about flooding, um, and, you know, and getting into uh, you know water reclamation and desalinization, those are all interesting things, but they all require some major infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But sites reservoir is ready ready to go. It's been ready to go for thirty five years. Yeah. So they need to well, get that thing done. Right. So when you send your tax dollars, just uh, send it with a smile. Huh. <laughs> and yeah, well, you know, I, I, I wasn't going to wasn't get into the politics. But, but, but you, you often hear people say, such and such above normal, such and such below normal. There is no such thing as normal rainfall in California. Mm-hmm. It's either a lot or little. That's the way it is. There you go. Well, Steve, I, I appreciate that information because, you know, it makes sense in a way. I just, uh, I hate to see all this water go or just. It seems like it just all this water going into the into the ocean, which is of course that's where it goes. But why why these reservoirs can't be? You know, when this thing's over, they're going to say, "Well, this reservoir's half full. This is three quarter, and oh my gosh!" And they start uh, conserving water again with all this water we're getting now. It's kind of uh, to me personally, it's it's rather frustrating, you know, but. Uh, and, you know, we got one more lick coming Tuesday, it looks like. I'm just checking the weather channel here on the Internet. And we've got and one after, today, after right? After that, what's we've, that? Well, today, and then uh-huh. and then, uh, then one then one more on Tuesday. And then after that, it looks like high pressure for some time. There's like at least two weeks there that foreseeable. Good, because I, 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 I've made a reservation on Freedom Boat Club, and I'm going to be out there when during the high pressure. I checked that. So this yeah, is good. Yeah, and, and so my, but my point is we got good weather coming up. So, you know, this this wet season we've had, it, it, it could conceivably be over. So I would just like when it is over for these uh, reservoirs that they keep screaming about to be fairly close to the top, including uh, Oroville and, and some of those. But anyway... Um, with a with a good weather, really good weather ahead of us. Let's get to our our um, our episode for tomorrow, Sergio. Go right ahead. Uh, uh, Bug and Brothers, which is a fan favorite of uh, all of our viewers for uh, hoop netting. It's just an excellent hoop netting episode. When you guys go to Catalina and load up, a lot of good instruction uh, information. Uh, it's educational as well as very entertaining. So we're going to run that one tomorrow, of course, starting at 8.30 a.m. At 8 o'clock, you'll get one last look at East Cape Getaway from the Hotel Palmas de Cortez. And uh, my next one, then, Sergio, our next one we'll, that I'm starting to work on now, closed captioning and all that, is Tuna War 7, which is excellent and, uh, of course, and for a good cause. So... We've got a lot of good episodes coming up, Sergio. Well, Why not, don't you not only that, but, but guess what? I mean, we were yesterday we were filming over at that uh, fishing syndicate, okay, and we were getting some B-roll for their. We we did a trip with them this year that needed a little extra explanation on the rods. We I think we got that done yesterday. I, we we talked about. I, I'm actually gonna. I leak. And information on the bass rod because everybody says, you know, on the bass rod, and people talk to me. Well, I don't think too many realize 
why the bass rod. And we'll talk in the second hour here, but we'll talk about that because I think it, it, it's worth repeating. Okay, so uh, that one's coming out. You also have one more Ocean Odyssey that has to come out. You have a two-and-a-half-day on the um, El Dorado. We have the Fireman. I mean, there's just so many episodes that are already taped, and hopefully soon, and hopefully in the next month, or a month and a half, we'll have to go up to Palmdale Fin and Feather and film an episode up there. Okay? Yeah, right, 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 right. So right. Looking forward to that one. All right, Jackson. Anyway, that's what that's what I have. I want to say good morning to everyone and let, good morning to all the listeners. And and uh, we've got some really good weather coming up here after Tuesday. So everything's looking up, Sergio. Thank you, my friend. You try to stay dry, and I will talk to you soon. Enjoy your weekend, yeah, Danny. Yeah, you bet. You uh, have a good one. Okay, guys. Yeah, keep See in mind, bye-bye. Danny, you're you're very tall, so you got to make sure that you, you you're gonna get wet. Be, you're gonna get wet before me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pro- probably maybe a long time before you, Sergio. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding you. We love you, Serge. Love okay, you. all right. So, all Sergio, right. Yeah. I just did a Google search for on the bass rod, uh-huh. and guess whose picture comes out. I have no idea. Is it really? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, folks, hold on to that thought. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30KLA, Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Oh, I'm on fire. Tell me now, baby, is it good to you? I can take you high. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Welcome back. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Raiders Radio, AM 830 KLAA. All right. That's our resident cucaracha. Okay. And you know what? We're... 
There you go. La cucaracha ya no puede caminar. Porque le falta, porque le falta. Las patitas de atrás. You like that? So listen, you got Steve Carson. Nobody is safe right now. Nobody is safe. Carson, I mean, I, I, I think I think I'm gonna hide. <laughs> Come on, you got the coolest one of all. Your, yours is a Beatles song. Yeah, the largest selling music artist of all time. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Very nice. That's right. That's because I, I wrote all the songs anonymously. Ah, there you go. All right. So um, anyway, um, I do want to send a message out to Mike Blue. Mike, my, I'm not hurt that you're using blue because you know if i'm gonna let somebody use a blue rod i guess it would be you and uh you don't have to limit to only two more if you want to get more go right ahead get you're the whole missing. series get the whole series like i do because they are sweet rods sweet sweet rods so mike blue i love you i miss you and um can't wait till you come out here and we'll get back on the boats and go fishing all right so all right. With uh, having said that, we made a little stop at your shop yesterday. Mm -hmm. By the way, the food was fantastic. That <clears throat> barbecue oh goodness, was yeah. good. Um, and we got a chance to look at the rods, not only um, past, present, but we also talk about future models. I don't know how much you want to let out of the bag, but you got some, some things coming up. Uh, folks, uh, Fishing Syndicate is not just salt water. Okay, I do a lot of saltwater fishing. That's why you see a lot of saltwater. But if you heard from Andrew this morning, he calls it the green monster. I'm assuming that's not the name of the rod. Not necessarily, but that's what he dubbed it. That's what he dubbed it. You know. Okay, but what do you call that one? Uh, you know what? I I don't name the rod. Okay, anything. but what, what model number? Is that? So that is the um, 760 mm -hmm. FL uh, mm -hmm. Feather Light, uh, rated one to four. It is very flimsy. Very whippy. Mm -hmm. um, some guys, in fact, one of them uh, was just sending me messages saying, "You know, I I love everything except that rod. It's just not not what I want because it doesn't have enough backbone." Mm -hmm. But it's a two pound rod, and it's you know um, they're not for everybody. They're, they're not. I mean, that's just for, like everything else, right? Uh, and for the guy, I mean, I personally don't use the search. In fact, my first fish that I caught on on that rod was on Andrews. Green Monster, when I ran into my theory wood, I just happened to pick it up and I said, let me see how this feels. Now, I don't remember, because I'm not, I, I really don't remember, and I don't even know if you brought them to production, but I remember early on we were going to go shoot at Big Bear, and mm -hmm. you set me up with some bass rods and some spinning outfits. The lighter one was ideal, okay, for me anyway, that's mm -hmm. the one I use at Fin and Feather, mm -hmm. and I can fish... I don't fish two pound, but I fish four to six. And the reason I don't fish two pound, folks, is I throw stuff. I don't do a bait and wait. If it's going to be bait and wait, nah, I just go have lunch. I'll right. come back later. But I, I like to throw stuff. Thomas Boyens, uh, whatever. And do you remember what rods those were? Oh, I, I, I do. Um, what people don't know, right, because you only get to see what gets put out in, in, into the public. What people mm -hmm. don't know is how much we prototype. Uh, if you go to the back room, there oh. is at least GT couple hundred blanks yeah. prototypes that I would just go nope that doesn't cut it back to formula make this change make that other change we are, I I am planning on getting rid of all those prototypes this year but we're gonna build them and they're gonna be one of a kind and they'll have the exact same warranty everything else has um, 
there's absolutely absolutely nothing wrong with them. They just didn't meet the criteria that I wanted. You know, they either were not um, uh, either fast enough or slow enough. Um, maybe a couple were not light enough uh, in the hands. You know, they just felt a little heavier than what I wanted. Uh, all good rods. But yeah, we, we've been through, uh, you know, quite a few uh, rounds of testing. I don't like putting anything out unless it's 100%. Uh, and so, like this eight-foot rod, you know, we've been prototyping it for a year, and finally, I said, you know what, this is exactly what I've been looking for. I actually had it with me when I ran into Andrew up at uh, Silverwood, and uh, just like Russell Kitchen was saying, you know, he he wants something a little more backbone. That's what I use. I use that Featherlight eight-foot one-piece, uh, one to four, great two-pound rod. It's got a whippy tip. Um, and then it's got that you know strong backbone, and so you have to play with your graphite. You have to play with your blends to get what you're looking for. Um, so some of the stuff that you tested early on, um, and, and others along with you, um, I was you know trying to keep everything with an RX7 graphite. Uh, RX7's got you know these uh, properties that I personally enjoy, but it's not made for everybody. And it's hard to get RX-7 to be as flexible as RX-6. And so we took a step back and, you know, did blends of RX-7 and RX-6. And I decided that RX-6 was, RX was going to be the way to go for the majority of people. Um, you know, we there's when it comes to anglers, you know, there you got the white range, right? The entry level, the mid-level, the advanced, and the, ex and the experts. And so... Well, but let's talk about that because that that kind of leads into the the, um, the bass rod, quote unquote. But it also brings together the fact that you are a custom rod company mm -hmm. as well. You do have—I don't want to say generic because none of that stuff is generic. Nope. You, you got blanks and you got model numbers. Mm -hmm. But then, if if somebody asks for something special, it gets it gets made. Yep. Okay. Uh, for example, the ninety J. Okay, yeah, it's a nine foot rod. It is a great jig stick. It is S class. Um, it's S uh, class fiber, it, mm -hmm. fiberglass. S -class. S class, really good stuff. But nine foot is too much for me to handle. So what did we do? We cut it down to eight six. Eight, six. And so that's something you can do and still have and, all the beauty of the rod. And we'll, we will make those in eight foot in the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, you know, I don't... For I have some people, it's too much to handle. Yeah. Okay. And then the bass rod, okay? Now you're using the, the bass rod. Originally, you did RX-7. Mm -hmm. And if um, and this is the, the part I totally understand. Um, people invest in these rods. They go out, and what do they want to do? They want to do what I do. Well... I don't only say recommend it. I don't recommend it. They like to bounce fish. Mm -hmm. If you really don't know the physics of pulling a fish out of the water with on the line, on the hook, swinging it over the boat without a gaff, then don't do <clears throat> it. Don't do it because you, you put unwarranted... I mean, it just... You, you can't put a... You can't do it. It'll break your rod. And I've seen a lot of that happen. So you got to think of RX-7, RX-8 like a Ferrari, mm -hmm. right? You know, fast. And it's it got speed, right? Don't try to go off-roading with that. 
No, well, unless you you're know, me. But don't, uh, but, don't but try the, to go but off the thing, you know, but, but a good thing for that is um, just like it's a Ferrari, uh, a Ferrari you need to tune up every two months, mm -hmm. not once a year. Every two months you have it to see. See, Cucaracha, you didn't know that. Uh, you never driven a Ferrari. <laughs> Same thing with all these high-end cars. You have to. So what am I saying? An RX-7 requires care. A lot of care. And and you'll get the you'll reap the benefit. The benefit is lighter. Okay. Go ahead. What else? Stronger. Stronger. Yep. Okay. And, but I mean, you've seen those blanks. They're like paper thin. I have put those blanks. You've but you, seen. But you've seen how paper thin they are. Folks, I go out to, down to the East Cape. And I cast my mm -hmm. bass rod at Marlin, okay? And you guys can see me bringing in 125 to 150 pound Marlin to the boat on the bass rod. And you go, oh my goodness. And yeah, I mean, you've seen me bring 50 pound oh. roosters. I mean, huge Dorado, huge. I mean, my, my biggest tuna, I think, is around 57, 58 pounds on the bass rod. Okay, yellowtail, sea bass. Yeah, yeah, and you know, is salmon. It, so salmon, yeah, <laughs> uh, king salmon up to thirty pounds up in the British Columbia on the bass rod because I didn't, I didn't like their, their whippy rods. Yeah, and and, yeah. and Rhonda was was happier. Um, so, I, I, we were talking about this, the tools of the trade. And just like <clears throat> Steve, you've got some amazing reels in pen. The new Fathom line, I, I, I'm falling in love with the Fathom line. I've got about three of them. I may have to get in four and five. Now, not only the bait casters, but the regular reels. Smooth, and they cast forever. That thing spins and spins. So when you put that and you match them with a rod, you match it with your lure, when you get the whole package together, now you have the tools of the trade. And you'll have, it gives you that benefit. It, it helps you become part of that 10% of the anglers that catch 90% of the fish. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that Corolla, but a hot rod. It's a well, whole different story. tell Piquet that. Shakira said he, he, she, he <laughs> traded a Ferrari for a... For a, uh, for a Hyundai? Yeah, Hyundai, yeah. <laughs> or a Rolex for a Casio. That was really cool. But anyway... Um, yeah, Steve, your thoughts about having the right tools? Well, uh, the thing that I often say is that reels are science because they're a gear ratio, they're a line capacity, you know, they're a, they're a maximum drag capability. Rods are art, and it's how do they feel? Do they feel right? And when you get a rod and a reel that are properly matched to both you and to whatever it is you're going to be doing. That, you know, if you say, well, I just want one rod to do everything, what you quite often will end up with is an outfit that will do nothing. Right. And think of them as golf clubs, okay? Now, Tiger Woods could beat probably anybody listening uh, with his broken leg and a frying pan. <laughs> All right. But, you know, but, but he carries 14 clubs. Well, okay, he pays someone to carry 14 clubs. But you know why he carries 14 clubs? Because that's the limit. He'd carry more if he was allowed to. Each so why don't you tell people when you job. when you get on a boat like a day and a half, how many rods you take? <laughs> how many, rods how many setups you got? Steve? How many, well, it, dep it depends on if I have field test rods. But, no, no but field test rods. Just, just you. No field test rods on a day and a half trip. I'll probably have six. Say, oh my God, you're you're, you're an amateur then. 
I mean, I, I, I you show up with ten everywhere you go, search. You, you, you know what happens? You know what happens is you go and I look at okay, what am I taking? And then, you know, one of my favorites for offshore, and it has to be in the quiver, and that is the M, the eight hundred M. Okay, the composite though. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, the M is the my go-to. It's a twenty to fifty rod, so for offshore is perfect. And then I match it up probably with a five hundred size narrow reel. Mm -hmm. Okay, and now I can go rock fishing, I can catch tuna, I can catch yellowtail, and that's a great 40-pound stick. That's only because you haven't fished that 800M inshore composite yet. That's because you, you haven't given me one. You yet. wait. Okay, so I need I need to get well, one of those. Don't let him have it. Don't let him have no, it. No, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make him wait, Steve. Because um, uh, hey, Steve, did you hear that he showed up to uh, fed, uh, um, fin and feather with the bass rod to fish trout? I did. <laughs> no, no. Whatever you gave me, I no. Wait, 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 wait. Did you send him home? You should send him home when he does that. No, you know what? I couldn't help myself. I took the bass rod for me, and I said, you know, there's catfish here. They're not for trout. It was for other things. Catfish. There's there's bass. There there's a lot of big stuff in there. So. All right, so let me let me you know saved by the song, saved, <laughs> saved by the break. All right, folks, this is Raiders Radio AM eight thirty KLIA Anger Chronicles. We'll be right back. Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AM 830. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't 
touch this. Welcome back. You're listening to Angler Rate Chronicles on Rainbow's Radio, AM 830 KLAA. I'm going to squash you, Kukaracha. This little roach. I told him, see, roach boy. He has one job. One job. Read uh, you know what? 10 words. I, I'd fire him and I'd have GT do it next time. I think GT, you're going to yeah. take. How about you take us out, GT? We'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. You know, see, you, we laugh, but see, GT. GT has coined it, that phrase. Got an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> yes. he, did it, he did it on an episode, and he went over there and he goes, I want to do this. He became world famous with we'll, one goes, phrase. He, he said, He said, Angler Chronicles will be right back. And then he followed up with. Good times. Good times. That's it. I got a great photo yesterday on, on one of the, the messages. But anyway, um, we are talking about the rods. Before we run out of time, the uh, bass rod, I, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. The bass rod is really not, in my opinion, a bass rod. It's probably stronger than your 800L. It is. Okay. It's, yeah. um, the rating is 2545 um, on, online. Um, I've caught everything from a little sculpin. To Thresher Shark, uh, Marlin, uh, everything in between. Okay. Uh, the only thing that I change is I'll either use the uh, low profile Fathom um, Baitcaster. Okay. Steve, I love that reel, by the way. And then it's a great match. Or I move up to the 300 uh, accurate. Okay. If I normally live bigger fish, I'll go to the accurate. Uh, simply because it holds a little, probably a little more line. But that's that. That's a great so, rod. <clears throat> so we have it, right? Mm-hmm. People come and say, "I want to buy that rod." Sergio uses, and and we're gonna um, build. But you the offer ho- it in two options: uh, six yes. or seven, uh, RX or no. So 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 we have the RX seven, which is what you use, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're gonna keep that option. So as the company continues to grow and as the years go by here, um, we're gonna bring that back. We're gonna create and it's kind of letting you know cat out of, cat out of the bag. We're gonna create a pro series. If you uh, if you watch uh, the um, Bassmasters and all uh, all the tournament guys, they break rods left and right. Okay, and the reason they break so rods. So does Tony Williams. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> diff- uh, that's a different story. Um, but the reason you know amongst reasons why they break these rods is it's the material, right? Those guys are using high performance rods, typically made out of RX seven or RX six. So, if you're a guy that really knows how to fish, and then there's a lot of them out there, right? Um, and you know how to use a bass rod properly, you know you can be high sticking. You know what you can and cannot do. That unfortunately is not true for all anglers, and we all go through that, right? Mm-hmm. We all go through, you know, our stages of becoming um, not professionals, right? But becoming uh, advanced anglers and understanding uh, what Steve just explained about the science and reels and the art of the rods. So we're gonna create that pro series. It's gonna be all RX-7. It's gonna be very light, high performance rods. The sticker price is gonna it's gonna tell you be that. Be a shocker, yeah. You know, well, um, but but, that, but here's the thing: but not everybody needs to drive a Ferrari. Exactly right. And so you asked me about the RX six. So you notice that you you have all of that, right? You have everything that we I've ever developed. If it if it makes a cut for me, then it goes to you and others mm-hmm. like you. Uh, some of them I can't name. Um, so the RX six series. That's what we built our platform on right now. All of the uh, graphite uh, series you, you find at the store. 
on the website soon to go to dealers is built on the RX6 um, material. And that's your Basin Lakes, that's your inshore graphite series, which goes from uh, XL light to medium, right? Mm. Uh, the medium took a little longer, it's already on the way, so we're gonna have introduce, introduce that here very soon, as soon as it gets here. And so that's that's gonna cover you know 80% of anglers. Yeah, and you know, I'm glad we're having this conversation, because people ask me all the time, and um, I would say this, um, the rods that I use, yeah, you're right, I use the RX-7, but there's nothing wrong with the six. Absolutely all. not. In fact, um, you guys get an idea. Yeah, maybe that's a Ferrari. But the other one's a, a Mustang with it, all it, the goodies. It, a Shelby. It is. It's, it's user friendly. <laughs> yes. And and you know and it's got a little bit of a safety feature in it. If you I will. have broken two. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've shattered two of them. Okay, uh, so it is doable to break them. Um, Especially if you leave them in the gunnel. That was crazy, yeah. See, that's why I turned around to help somebody. <laughs> Steve, so I have it in the in the rod holder on the side of the boat. Okay, I put it there. Go to help my buddy who's stuck on the bottom. I get stuck on the bottom, and I'd forgotten that the previous time I'd gotten stuck in the bottom, I'd super tightened up my drag hadn't backed it off. And I'm watching this rod go, pow. And I thought it, it fell into the water with a reel on it. Okay, well, it broke right. I actually had the real seat. Below, not, below, the, below real the real seat. seat. Okay, so it broke where it should have broken, where the pressure was. Right. It was. It was. A, it didn't break on the tip. It didn't. It, it, it's a. It's a magnificent run. Um, and, and so I'm always looking for something to be light, strong, um, and it's got to be sensitive. And 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 you know what? The R, the RX7 does it for me now. You have to know your limitations, like everything else. What can you do and you can't do. There's nothing wrong to be learning things new every time. Ben and I tell everybody the same thing. Every time we go out, we learn something new. Think of how much you fell in love with that XL when I handed it to you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The graphite XL. Mm-hmm. And that's RX-6. But see, that's got the right flex. It's yeah. not as fast or stiff as the RX-7. You know, and it's but still it lightweight. Works. And it and it's works. still lightweight. And the point is, just get to know your tools of the trade. Look, there's there isn't one blanket syndicate that people go, "This is too heavy." Not even the railroad. No, not even because the that's you know that's what that's where I invested the money into mm-hmm. into the science of making the blanks. And I always say, lightweight. You know, lightweight is probably the number one thing for me because, I mean. Steve, you and I, when we go fishing, we we're, we're on the rail almost the entire day. And if you put that weight, you go, oh, it doesn't weigh anything. Yeah, but wait after you've had it hours and hours mm-hmm. in your hand. It tires you out. Now, try being a jig fisherman for eight hours a day. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, I came up with all this stuff. I only give it 45 minutes. Cucaracha, I only give it 45 minutes. Ah, Cucaracha is learning how to fish nothing but artificials. Really? It's a, it's a working progress. Okay. <laughs> well, you picked some good teachers there. All right. So uh, anyway, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. So uh, let me ask you a question: Will there ever be an eight foot bass rod? Eight foot or nine foot bass rod? Bass rod. The, bass. Like the oh. bass, like the seven to eight. Yeah. You know what? I wanna. I'm actually going to change that blank and just bring everything up to eight. Up to eight. Yeah. Uh, there's people in SoCal. Uh, for some reason, the 710 bugs them. 
they they want you know they the extra length. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I'm one of them, right? Uh, the reason why we Two had inches, a, well seven deal. look right <laughs> um, seven ten uh, it just makes it easier for shipping mm-hmm. um, and so you know it's gonna cost us a, a few more bucks uh, it's not going to change the price really you know we'll eat the extra dollars and we are already bringing everything in at eight you know what I really noticed nine. that it's seven ten versus eight foot when I have to tie my rods together. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's you the only time you notice. And you go, the only oh, time you notice because yeah. uh, it, it casts just like an eight footer. It does everything right. Well, I mean, um, you know, we've been together since you first started. You got what you're going on six years yeah. now. Six years. Okay, and um, because people ask me, okay, um, why fishing syndicate? Why? Why? I go. You know what? When it comes to fishing, we don't have a lot of sponsors. The only sponsors we have in fishing on purpose are the things that we believe in. Okay, so pen. I mean, you see me use the the fathom. I love it, but at the same time, only fish accurates. Okay, there, there's a niche for each one. Mm-hmm. Steve always says they're like jewelry. Okay, well, not everybody can, can wants a a Rolex. You know, somebody may want something else, or so that's why. But as far as rods are concerned, okay, fishing syndicate really took over. And when they asked me, I said, look, what do you want me to do? The guy came up to me, gives me four rods, and says, go try them out. And all he wanted from me was an honest response. Honest opinion, feedback. I, we went fishing. We had a, a fishing trip, I think, an overnight, day and a half. I went out, tested them, and I couldn't get enough of them. I mean, I put them in my hand. They're light. I catch a fish, power, sensitivity, everything I talk about. Then you know what? The smile it puts on my face. Because I go, oh, man, with this, I can really, really do some damage. And um, Steve, as we're getting, I'm, I'm feeling it as I'm getting older, I want to do less work and let mm-hmm. the rod do more work. So a lot of the full graphite stuff, I'm backing off. I love the composite. That tip, it still allows me to pull, but that tip, you know, does all the work for yep. me. So, uh, Steve, uh, anything else that we would add, like a leave or Tylenol or? <laughs> well, all of those. Uh, uh, my doctor says take Tylenol, don't take a leave, but that's that's a separate <laughs> issue. Uh-huh. But uh, the the short version, of that, and I definitely want Oliver to, to comment on this. You can hook if you have the proper line for your rod. And you have the drag set properly, even if it's set fairly tight. I don't mean locked up, set fairly tight. And if you hold the rod at the proper angle, 45-degree angle to the fish, you can hook a California gray whale migrating south for the summer, and he can't break the rod. What breaks the rod is not the fish, it's the fisherman. Yes. Mostly holding the rod at the wrong angle. In fact, I invite everybody to go to Friends of Angler Chronicles and see uh, what Steve posted on the angle. You know, I, I, we always say 45 degree because the temptation is to pull and to pull that. Let the fish do what it has to do. The more you horse a fish, the more he's going to pull. It's all about the angle and the line. And, and Steve, you know, we've seen a lot more breakage uh, in rods now than in the past. And there's two main reasons for that. One is materials uh, for the rods, right? The, the fibers. Uh, you go back. 30 years ago, 90% of the rods were straight e-glass. Well, that's almost unbreakable. I mean, you could run a truck over e-glass and you know, you could still go fish after that. Um, and then, 
as the um, industry has uh, progressed and we got into the composites, the graphite came in, um, and graphite rods are you know more brittle. But now you add spectra to the equation, and what is spectra? Well, it's rope. <laughs> it doesn't. It has no give. Um, mono has a lot of give, but we're all fishing for the most part full spectra with a small top shot of floral, which has less give than mono. So when you start doing that, something is going to give. And what happens is when you're fishing a rod, doesn't matter if it's a light 1530, a medium 2040 or 2050, a heavy 3060, most of the time we're going to use spectra that is rated higher than the top rating of that rod. And so when you're fishing 1530 bass rod and you're fishing 50 pound spectra, well, do the math. What's going to give first, 15 pound or 50 pound? And of course, 50 pound will give a 15 pound will give a lot quicker than 50 pound. That spectra is going to break that rod when you get when you get you know the um, tangled or when you get stuck in the bottom. That 45 degree angle is it. In other words, follow the instructions. All right, everybody, hang on tight. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30. KLAA, and we'll be right back. I'll give a little bit, I'll give a little bit of my love to you. There's so much that we need. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. I'm Chaz Hutchison, big man. I'm a furry Dodigale guard. Listen tonight on AM830 as we take on CSUN. Tip-off is at 1 p.m. here on AM830 KLAA. Una poca de gracia y bandilla y arriba y arriba. What do you think about that, That's right, I'm not a seaman. I'm a captain. Capitan. All right. All right, bring us in, big boy. Last one. Welcome back. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Raiders Radio, AM 830 KLAA. All right. Ah, you didn't mess up. That's good. Okay. Well, GT, well, you said you're going to be 28. When are you? Uh, when's your birthday? On the 29th. On the 29th. Well, 
you're not going to be here. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna we're, gonna we're gonna yeah. Let me let me do this right. I gotta get the thing it turned off. Okay, but anyway, um, here we go. You ready? Everybody together now. How come it's not playing now? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Birthday, dear GT. Happy birthday to you. Okay, that's it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank All you. right, and we got a birthday trip on the uh, what boat? Where, where, where are we going on? On the Victory. On the Victory, uh, what day? Next week. Next week. Okay, yeah. but what day next week? Next week at seven on days. Monday. Monday. Uh, this coming Monday? <laughs> oh, no. yeah, it's blowing. Oh, it's the end. Not gonna happen. 10 to 15 never foot mind. seas, GT. Yeah, it's only at only 10 to 15 foot seas. Yeah, yeah, you'll no be alright. It's only blowing 30. Santa Ana River Leaks. Now, quickly they change. All right, so um, Carson, um, let me ask you a question. We didn't get to that last time. Um, and I'm going to go around the table on this one because we can all give our opinions. Uh, predictions on. Uh, 2023 on, let's start with Bluefin. Yes, no. Cucaracha, yes, no on the Bluefin. Yes. Okay. They're here to stay. You think they're here to stay, GT? Yeah. Okay, would you guys actually come to the microphone, please? Yes, yes. There you go. Definitely. All yes. right. Carson, your thought yes. on the Bluefin? Oh, we're going to have them. You know, they're already there. They're already there. They're, they're, they're catching players. them. The problem is, you know, this weather, people haven't gotten to them. Here's, here's my prediction, if I could jump the gun. Go ahead. You seen this weather? Don't say the A word. You Do seen this not weather? use the A word. Let me tell you something. Get ready for Yellowtail to blow up oh, at San Clemente. I thought you were going to say the no, A word. No, no, Because there's one guy that gets no, on the air and kept no. ta keeps talking about uh, the A word. No, um, no, a word, Cucaracha no. is albacore. And I'm saying, dude, don't put that information out there. You have no way. It's it's a guess out of nowhere. And you get people excited and it doesn't happen. Year after year after year, he does the same thing. I go, come on, grow we up. We haven't had a consistent Yellowtail bite at San Clemente. Like we had in the past, decade ago. Yes, there's been some flurries of it. Can I give you my prediction on that? Sure. I don't think we're fishing them as hard as we used to. Uh, yeah, because I agree everybody's with that. targeting the bluefin. I mean, I agree if, you with can, that. if you get the San Clemente, you might as well go to the Tanner or the Cortez. It's another 30 miles, and you're right there. Okay, and you're catching the. We're uh, going to have trips bluefin. this year targeting Clemente uh -huh. for the bass and, and the Yellowtail. Yeah. That's it. That'll be good. That'll be good. Carson, your thoughts? I think you're exactly correct. We haven't fished them like we used to. Also, we, uh, we uh, although there's been a little bit of a flash of it, we haven't really fished that much with the bait, the ultimate yellowtail bait, the live squid. Mm -hmm. So if, if suddenly uh, there's a, an abundant supply of live squid, magically the yellowtail count is going to go up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The same thing happens yep. with the white sea bass. Mm -hmm. uh, the the mm -hmm. problem is that we're not... I mean, if you got bluefin, everybody wants to go bluefin. I mean, you get to the point where it's bluefin in the head, as I call them. There's so many other things that you can catch. I wanted to get on my center console, so I, I mean, just go catch a bass. Yeah. Like, I love that so much. All right. Um, I truly do believe the fish are still there. Okay? Mm -hmm. They're just a matter we're not targeting. And I think that's part of the problem that we have with the rockfish. They, um, they, they measure how much rockfish we catch 
by the logs that are provided by some of our, our, our fishing boats. You know, when we get off the boat, they have to give you a log, turn into fish and wildlife for what exactly they caught the quantities. Well, we've had bluefin for five years. I don't, rock, I don't think rockfish took a, a major role. Okay, that was only, okay, we didn't, we didn't see the bluefin, let's go catch some rockfish. It was always an afterthought. So you're turning in year after year after year, less and less fish. They go, oh, my God, they're not there. No, they're there. We're just not fishing them. So I think that's the case. Um, I do have a good source telling me the bluefin are there. There's these pockets of warmer water stuck. I love the fact that they're stuck. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at the wrong long-range, Steve, have you seen some of the long-range boats? What they're doing, they're catching huge, huge uh, yellowfin tuna in Oahu, which is kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, we've kind of we've kind of stopped paying attention to that when the bluefin tuna showed up, but you know the the long trips that run them in the winter, mm -hmm. there's, there's uh, only a couple of boats that do them now because a lot of the boats have fished so hard during the summer they're up for maintenance. Right. But uh, you know it should be no surprise to anybody that the long winter trips go down to where they always went, uh, Hurricane Bank, etc., and they catch the fish that they always catch. The thing that I've liked is that along with the tuna, there's been very good wahoo fishing. Mm -hmm. So a little, a, little bit of, a little bit of both things happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed. And um, we're talking about like the Red Rooster 3, the Royal Polaris, the Independence. Um, I think the Constitution was down there too. And the nice thing is they missed all of this weather. They're so far down, they're like a 17-day trip. Hugarache, imagine 17 days. You you couldn't get away. I, I'd step on you by in the 17 days. You could run, but you couldn't hide for 17 days. Hey, Sergio. Mm. Uh, Brad Sanders had a question, and maybe if you know, Ten you want to give it a, <laughs> Go ahead. What a is, minute what? here. Um, he would like for us to talk about spectra by real sizes versus mono and application. And I know Steve's going to, you know, he'll blow it out of the water, but I'll just say, you know, when spectra came on, um, it was being used as backing, uh, especially by the long rangers, right? And then, and then the um, the industry started adopting it. And so we used to put, you know, uh, place a spectra half the spool, and it was to create safe space and have longer uh, uh, line or much more line on the on the reel, so that you wouldn't get uh, spooled. So then. As the industry moved on with Spectra, and we started moving into doing three quarters and full uh, spools, um, I started noticing that a lot of people were making decisions on Spectra based on cost. And Ben touched on that here on the show, you know, about a year ago, give or take, when I said, you know, I'm using 30 and 40 pound Spectra, and he said, I'm putting 50 on my 300. Uh, because of the cost, right? And so a lot of people go to a tackle shop and Spectra is really expensive. You could spend $100, $150. Well, but, but Steve, and, and this one I, I'll do with you, it, I think it's just relative because if you had monofilament, you'd be changing it maybe once or twice every, now one, at least once every two trips, three trips, you'd have to change mm -hmm. at least once. Mm -hmm. So what's the expense where you can put Spectra for a year, two years, and you'd well, be fine? It has a five-year life lifespan, well, but you know what? Sometimes, two no. to, Depending on how much you fish, mm -hmm. at two to three years, right? And so if you if you do the math, like you said, you know, when you're doing mono, right? And so you, you just have to upfront it. And that's it. Right? You just have to right, pay so, it up so front. So now everybody has the way they like to fish. And I have friends that'll put like Ben, he'll put backing halfway, mm -hmm. the rest all mono. 
I'm like almost every single reel that I have has spectra all the way to the top because I'm going to put a six to ten foot leader max if I got to <clears> do <throat> dropper loops and stuff. That's the so, maximum. So I'll speak, you know, for for all rod manufacturers. If you're going to use spectra that is a heavier weight than the line rating on that rod, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you set your drag, drag correctly. That, man. That's it. The problem yeah, is when you tighten that drag, yeah. as you found out. Go ahead, uh, Steve. <laughs> no, he's, he's exactly right. It's how do you set the drag. And people get tempted. They're like, oh, I've got I've got 80-pound chest on here. The fish is running. Um, I'm going to make sure I stop it, uh, even though the rod's not rated for line, line that heavy. And let me, let me throw one other thing, because Sergio mentioned on his own gear, he's fishing a very full reel. And by the way, Sergio, hmm. Sergio, it's not Spectra. It's gel spun polyethylene. Spectra yeah. is a brand. Not braided line. Braid it's braided line. <laughs> right. It's right. super braid. Uh-huh. Super braid. So Spectra is a brand. It's a good brand, but it's not the only one. And um, But on my loaner gear, where I'm loaning it out to anything from rank novices to, to you know, to maybe advanced intermediates, uh, I pretty much settled after a lot of experimentation over the years. And we're talking about saltwater fishing, primarily live bait some jigs, on 50-yard mono top shot. So I adjust the amount of braid that I put on the reel for whatever the pound test may be uh, to allow a 50-yard top shot of mono. And then I always like for the braid to be one bump heavier than whatever the mono is. So if I've got 30-pound test uh, um, top shot, 50 yards of it, and it's 30-pound test, and my braid is 40-pound. Mm-hmm. If I'm using a 40-pound top shot, then my braid is 50, and so on and so on. Yeah, that's, all right. So, so that, that's let, the way I do it. All right, so let me try to answer my uh, with me. Just, Brad, the, the one thing I would take in consideration is this. Uh, it's all been in a growing experience, Okay. The first thing that came out was um, the braided line. Then the reels caught up. Then the rods caught up. Now everything is coming together. I'm going to just tell you this: never think of the backing. All, always think of what the top, whatever you're putting on top, and just rate it for that. Because chances are, if you use a 50 backing, you'll be using 15. Set it for 15 to drag. All right, we got about 30 seconds left, maybe less. I just want to thank everybody for being here. Steve Carson, thank you, my friend. Uh, GT. Yes. Did you have a good time? Always. All right. Jordan, cucaracha. <laughs> Go out there, be fruitful, and multiply. You like that? Yes, That's sir. a great thing to say to an 18-year-old. Ollie, Oliver, great day. Absolutely. Great rods. Thank you. Okay. All right, everybody. Oh, what was that, the bar hall? Oh, yeah. Um, we'll talk about that next time we come around. Okay, next week, because we're getting really close. To the shows. Yeah. Bart Hall, Del Mar, Bart Hall, Long Beach in March, and then the PCS show. See you guys later. We'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.
This is Pat McDonald, and it's time for the Bart Hall Family Fishing Shows, the ultimate celebration of boating, fishing, international travel, and tackle booths, plus dozens of daily seminars by experts. It's a full day of family fun with the fabulous flying dogs, the Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Shows, and more. Kids get in free, kids fish free. Don't miss it. February 16th through the 19th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Feel the passion, share the passion. Presented by Progressive. Get details at hallshows.com. <laughs> 